We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. There's so much excitement here. If you've never seen a uh, Christmas party like this, you don't know what you're missing because there's a whole lot of joy in here. Hey, Johnny, I'm ready to go. Sam Shepard. What's happening, everybody? What's going on, everybody? This is your principal, Mr. Ramsey. Andre's about to eat the Terminator. My classes were talking about portion sizes. It was a great experience. Doesn't Andre have his own? <laughs> I know Mr. Kelly is a little scary. <laughs> Miss Miller, welcome to the podcast. How are you? So we took a trip down to an art museum. We have cookies that we make pretty much every year. I'm sure you guys would rather be in class than sitting down here eating breakfast. Well, yeah, you know it. Well, welcome back to the December podcast, Andre and Julia. Ah, it feels wintry and cold outside. Actually, you hadn't been outside because it was like 40 degrees this morning and raining. Listen, we don't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) I love the December podcast because we do a lot of fun things in December, as you will hear. We have the Christmas concert, winter concert. Yeah, and there's going to be some snippets of the recital in this podcast, but I think what I'm going to do is just put up the two parts of the winter concert and the winter recital as their own as their own files this month. We also have the Northern Northern Lions Club. Northern Lions Club. They do they've been doing a party for about sixty years here at OSSB and we had them back again this year. We have a special treat for you guys this month. We have a Christmas story edited by the podcast team and created by the podcast team. Yeah, Andre wrote the script of that story, and uh, we had a little challenge that you'll hear about. Had to get Andre to step up his game. And he stepped up, he did. He did step up. It turned out real well. We'll hear from our principal, Mr. Renzi. Yeah, he's going to talk about some of the exciting things that are going on uh, downtown that we've been a part of. We hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast. So we'll sit back and relax. And let's get this snowball rolling. All right. The Northern Lions Club is here again. They've been putting on this party for 60 years. Santa Claus will be here soon. Thank you, Northern Lions Club. Well, I'm doing great today. We're looking forward to having a great time with these kids and uh, and some music here. And, and uh, it's just going to be a great time. How many years have you been doing this? I've been doing this uh, probably myself, uh, probably about 12. About 12 years. And how many years the club has been putting on this Christmas party about every year? 60 years. Wow, 60 years. That yeah. is quite a history there. Um, and it's a pretty happy occasion. Right? It is. Actually, there's so much excitement here. If you've never seen a uh, Christmas party like this, you don't know what you're missing because there's a whole lot of joy in here uh, on this day. All right. Well, thank you so much. Hello, OSSB family. This is your principal, Mr. Ramsey, with his final podcast of 2018. Wow, I'm excited about this podcast, where it started, where it's going, and where it's going to go in 2019. We have big things in store for you. Thanks to the podcast team, and a special thanks to Mr. Kelly. I want to share some exciting things that happened this month. On December 6th, we were invited to the State House by Representative Al Landis. 
Mr. Landis gave us a tour of the State House. We also took some pictures with him, and we had the pleasure of being introduced to the House of Representatives as members of the outstanding Ohio State School for the Blind. Representative Landis encouraged other state legislators to vote to extend funding to OSSB, and we are excited about that unique opportunity. The following week, on December 10th, Ms. Savagna and our catering team, which consists of Autumn, Ajane, and Sarah, along with the catering team at OSD, were able to serve lunch at the Ohio Department of Education State Board Luncheon. The state board members raved about the lasagna, salad, and cookies. During this time, Perseus played two songs, one she composed of her own entitled The Waltz, and she also played Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, while the superintendent of Ohio schools, Mr. Maria, sang along. We had a great time. Thank you, staff and students, for always representing OSSB the right way. We look forward to 2019. Happy holidays, everyone. Hello, OSSB. Andre is about to eat the Therminator. It is being made as we speak. Mr. Kelly, uh-huh. we might have some very amusing commentating on our on, on, on this segment of the podcast. Andre, you might want to start doing your finger stretches because you're about to eat. <laughs> he should be taking deep breaths and sitting up his collar right, and sit up to make room in his belly. Right? Add a little bit of a jiggle to help like all go down. <laughs> That's right. Get those appetizers through quickly and don't drink a lot. Well, we went to Thurman's because my classes were talking about portion sizes, and I wanted to. I wanted to demonstrate that restaurants, you can't always trust what they give you as being a healthy portion size. So we went to Thurman so that they could eat huge hamburgers, greasy fries, and enjoy the day. And we were also talking about local businesses. So it was a way to support a local business that's well known in the Columbus area. We talked about portion sizes. The kids researched what a portion size is for each food group. And then they they talked about their favorite restaurant and how the portion sizes compared to that and whether it hit all the food groups, whether it was a healthy meal, all of that. And now we have been presented with the great, all-anticipated Thurman Burger. In front of Andre lies a burger that is about a foot tall. This burger right here is pretty big too. It's Thurman Burger. Mr. Kelly's burger is big too. Everybody's burger. But yes, this this burger is a beauty. It has two toothpicks in it. It looks like it has two huge patties that are, I believe, how much? 12 ounces of meat? I do believe. On the technology side of things, prior to this trip, we got to do a lot of pre-planning as well. Visiting the restaurant's website, looking at the menu, looking at how many calories were in each entree and sides and things like that, so it was a great experience. And we also looked at transportation options on how to uh, get from the school down to Thurman's restaurant. It was a great experience. If you live around Columbus, Ohio, you may have heard of the musical group Intervision. We have featured them when we cover the Ocali conference this month 
they will be sharing their story on our alumni focus. They sit down around the table with Mr. Kelly and go through their story. From starting out in preschool together to a 10-year collaboration of making music, we hope you enjoy the sound and the voices of InterVision. That is some sweet music there. Thank you for joining us today, Sam and Janine from InterVision. Now let's get these levels set. Sounds really good. I mean, I don't think it's too. I don't think it's, it's not too, too loud. Too loud or too soft. Or... No, I think we got it. No. It's the right volume. I think yeah. it's the right place we need it to be. Well, this is Mr. Kelly, and it is the December podcast, and it's time for our alumni focus. It's my privilege to be sitting here with two former students who are now superstars in the music world, especially around Columbus, and I'm talking about InterVision. Oh, thanks for having us. That is Janine, uh, Janine, and over here to my right is... Sam Shepard. Yep, Sam Shepard. What's happening, everybody? So guys, are you having a good December? Oh, yeah. Uh, Yes, we are. Yeah, it's not too busy. You know, in the past Decembers, you know, we've been so busy, like, We'd have like 21 or 22 gigs. Yeah, it's kind of light, light season for us. Janine and I, we were busy at our churches, and especially me. I'm helping out with, um, we're doing our Christmas Eve service, and we're doing a pretty ambitious uh, project on that uh, this year. So we I've been to... helping out. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so this is uh, a music project? Yeah, it's um, just a lot of parts to learn, a lot of rehearsals to attend. and uh, I mean, we got like probably eight or nine gigs right now in the month of December. We got like um, three or four coming up next week. Somebody told me the other day that they saw your guys' name up on the billboard at Natalie's on um, High Street. Yeah, we played yeah. there in the month of November. Gotcha, um, okay. Uh, we opened up for this guy named Nick Black. He's kind of like a funk blues kind of person. Yeah. And I never heard him before, and I listened to a few of his stuff on YouTube, and uh, he sounds pretty good. That was an awesome time. We actually got the opportunity to play with him. That kind of leads into my next question. Who are some musicians who have been major influences on you as you musically grow and change bobby floyd bobby floyd yeah yeah we um actually one time we didn't exactly open up for him um i actually went to the um, creekside blues festival one year and sean carney um invited me up being the generous uh down-to-earth person that he is sure and bobby floyd happened to be uh, during that gig and so Got to play with him and uh, Sean Carney, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So, I mean, we didn't actually open up for him, but, uh, I mean, I don't know if you got to hear a lot about our Nashville CD that we came out with. Uh, I was going to have you talk about that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. You guys did but, go down um, to Nashville. Oh, yeah. But there were a lot of famous, um, famous known musicians that uh, got to play with us during that, too. I mean, Gordon Moat. Oh, yeah. Uh, the um, blind keyboardist from the Gaither Band. We actually got to see um, and meet Scott McIntyre, who was a, um American Idol. But he was on the season eight of American Idol, and uh, okay. he's also blind. One of the songs that we that's on our CD, You Have Loved Me Through It All, is... Um, that's actually one of his he wrote. He actually gave us the honor and recorded that song. Oh, wow. That is, that is good stuff. Go ahead, Jim. Well, now that you said that, Sam, this kind of leads into... Um, I also went to a Blues for a Cure fundraiser. That was two years ago, and I happened to meet this other musician who was also blind. Her name is Wendy DeWitt, who was known as the Queen of Boogie Woogie. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so 
I heard her play and I thought, oh man, I want to jam with her. And so she came by the house and, you know, we had a little dinner and then, you know, she and I got to jam a little bit. Right. And so. Did your grandma cook dinner? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh she, yeah. She, she cooked some, fried, some yeah. fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, you know. I've had a couple of those Ooh. dinners myself. <laughs> yeah. Those are absolutely yummy. Those are good takeaways when you play with other musicians. That right? is. And uh, collaborating. You guys have your own synergy because you have been playing together and you guys have been together for a very long time. This will be our 10th year anniversary coming up. Wow, playing together. But how long have you actually known each other? (laughs) Oh, my. Ever since preschool, which was like, I think we started going to preschool back in 94. So it's been roughly 25 years. 20? Yeah. 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 And, and do you find that when you're playing together, you just you know what the other person's going to do? Oh yeah, we can read oh, yeah. Each, we can read each other somehow. We you know the just I don't know how it happens. It's just we can sense what each each of us is about to do. Yeah. Like you um, you feed off me sometimes, Sam, because you'll call in a cell and be like, "Take it away, Janine." And, and you then, know what? You feed off me as well. And I so feed off like, you. We feed off of you so know it's dynamics. It's like we got our own so. music language going on yeah. between yeah, the do. two of us. That's neat to have those kinds of conversations. Yeah. Yeah. When did you, you so you first started performing together 10 years ago yes. professionally, but yes. you've probably always kind of been playing uh, music with each other. No, we started that, you know, we've done that all our life, even, you know, even on the way to school, you know, we'd sing in the bus or on the cap. Well, and also attending, you know, you know, even like back when we were going to high school, we attend the choirs and, you know, marching band, both in the band together, of right. course. And, uh, but no, we didn't start professionally doing this until like summer fall of 2009 and we started out small as one would expect you know we started out playing at uh, different nursing homes mm-hmm. um and there were not very many gigs that year um we had maybe about would you say 10 20 gigs a about year 10 20 i think yeah. yeah about that time some of them you know we didn't even get paid on right that's paying your dues right there yeah yeah so mm-hmm. but um i mean now we're averaging up to from 75 to over 100 gigs right. a year and um we're getting paid on each and every one of them oh so. that's great has it been fairly easy to promote your your group and what you do i mean yes and no yes and no i mean sometimes it is but like when you're getting into the some of these blues these festivals in the summertime mm-hmm. You know, for some reason, we either miss the spot. They already book our book the bands, okay. other bands before you know we even right. can uh, get a spot, or they just flat out deny us well, for whatever. At reason. least we just try what we can. And part of that is too, we do cover songs. Yeah. And right now, my mom and I were talking about this um, after the new year. I think one of our ultimate goals is to write our own material. Right. I was so, going to ask you that, Sam. As a matter of fact, have you done have you done any of that? Have you tried writing in it? any of your own songs and <clears throat> slipping those in at a performance every We wrote time. one and it was a very quick uh, quick one mainly because um, we went to uh, Memphis, Tennessee for the International Blues Challenge yeah, back in 2016. That, yeah. yeah. And um, it wasn't a requirement but it was more like a recommendation. Um, they said um, bring at least one original song that you uh, have prepared and so we didn't right now at the time we didn't have one prepared gotcha. so Mom and I put, I don't know if you've ever heard us perform this one, Hound Dog. Hound Dog? Yeah. The day you left for Georgia, my hound dog cried all night. Okay. Gotcha. It's kind of like the Elvis Presley, you, you ain't nothing but a hound dog, but it's uh, just our little, yeah. you know, we, we kind of collaborated and we kind of pieced that together in less than 10 minutes just gotcha. to give them a run for their money. Yeah. 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 So if you did that in 10 minutes, just think about 
you know, what, what's possible if you spend a lot of time oh, on yeah. that. We really want to uh, get our get our own material together and uh, start uh, putting the putting the cover songs aside. I mean, we do good at covers, but you know, we want to try and expand even more and try to you know that'll really help. That'll really help. Our, We did take one cover song. Remember when we did the "Shake It Off" by Taylor Swift? Oh yeah, that's. Yeah, remember, I mean, I guess we, you know, we, that's we did, one. That's you know, the, take uh, that one. One of the things we do is we put our own spin on different songs. She does this one song called "Shake It Off." Yes, and, I'm um, familiar with it. Yeah, it's that poppy song. <laughs> yep, I'm familiar with it. And um, we turned it into a slow 12-bar blues. Yeah, that's, and a, that's interesting. No, it, yeah, it, it, it we, we completely rearranged the song and turned it into a slow 12-bar blues. Um, it's funny because, um, you know, people describe to me what people's faces are like when they realize, when they finally realize what song it is, because they don't know it because of the arrangement at first, and then you get to the chorus, and it's like, a light bulb goes off, and they're like, oh, that's what that's it was. What <laughs> yeah. it is. Of course, you had a, 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 your musical roots. Um, talked about you know jazz and blues and mm-hmm. all your cover songs and things like that. Yeah. And going back to those early days at OSSB, any favorite memories of? Uh, I mean, I, I have some favorite memories of you guys. One of my favorite memories at the blind school was you know doing the marching band and then um, you showed me the braille light. The braille light. Yeah. That rose, I'll tell you that Rose Bowl parade was a was a keeper. Yeah. Well, t- yeah. There's nothing like it. No. Nothing like. I mean, every time I. Every time New Year hits, I always think about, you know, where we were back in 2010. That's right, yeah. Remember at the end of the parade where we, where we marched into that overpass? It was like a big echo chamber. <laughs> oh, my goodness, yeah. yeah. You, you know, you just, the sound just got magnified. You know, yeah, that was... Ten times. That was... You know, you, you got 38 and you got to sound like 300. And we sure did that. We did. And no dropouts or, or anything. That was nope. A, that was a... When doing the pumpkin show and then doing the Seattle parade... Yeah. That was when I, I joined. You yeah. went to the Seattle, didn't you? Did yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I, I joined later. Yeah, yeah. yeah you went to Seattle yeah. with us. That was great. It wasn't very long. Yeah. But, uh, one five and a half, that was for sure. <laughs> but my, one of my favorite memories of Sam is when we'd go to one of these trips on the bus, and I'd be thinking about my halftime show announcements. I didn't have to study the material because Sam would be back there. <laughs> Sam would be back there reciting it verbatim. Oh. <laughs> You still remember any of that stuff? <laughs> Senior Boniface Womber, assisted by uh, whoever he was, uh, will dot the I. I think it was Martin Williams. It's I can't Martin think. and I think Tom Tom Teeter walked with him some. Yeah. Uh, wow. Back then, but yes, the, Sam would would be doing voiceovers and back in the middle of the bus and. I <laughs> Sam. Yeah, it was. People thinking it's you. <laughs> But it was actually oh, Sam. Yeah, yeah, I've had I fooled some people when we were making roll call a few times. Mm-hmm. Oh. I had a ten hunt, and they all fought for five signs. I was like, "Hey, it was <laughs> me." That's what Mr. Kelly back there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh. And then, uh, and, and Janine, I was working with you on technology and music both. And, and the mm. big one for me is, is when you figured out how to use the planner on the Braille note. Oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember. Oh, she's been talking about how well she's done on that uh, using because she that's. She puts all her. Don't you put all your I put all uh, my music schedules in the, in the planner right now? And, yeah, yeah. 
And yes. I can remember I had some old stuff, and you kept telling me to delete that. <laughs> Get that out of there. Get that out of there. You don't need that. That's right. Another one is is, is when you did that uh, the, the Muppet song thing at the graduation. Oh, Rainbow Connection. Rainbow, yeah, connection. Rainbow connection. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> that was a senior recital. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. And then he did impressions of all the teachers. And, of course, all those Lions Clubs performances. Oh, yeah. So what's what's up and coming for you guys? Well, um, we're trying to come up with a 10-year anniversary CD, and right now we're trying to raise funds for that. Okay. Um, well, this will be your third CD, right? It'll be this our be second, second one. This second. will be our second one, yes. Yeah. Which, that, that'll have oldies on yeah, it. Yeah, we're trying to so. make base it on an oldies theme. Gotcha. So, well, I thought you guys did like a demo CD or something. That, was in, that, that was in Nashville. Okay. That's, right. that's the right. one so, that um, we I have gotcha. currently right now. And so this will be our second one in honor of uh, us being together for 10 years. And um, we don't have any dates set for that. We're Mm. thinking about doing it like maybe in late spring, depending on, you know, different, different things that are going on, like whether, whether, um, you know, Reese is having his surgery or not, or. Are you going to, are you going to record this one locally or haven't decided that yet? uh, We haven't decided yet. Um, but we're thinking, trip. yeah. But we're thinking about um, bringing in the same musicians that we had last time. Gotcha. So yeah, the managers of the band, yeah. Paula and Marriott and, Mary, and Mrs. And H. Hubbard. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mrs. H. And that is um, a remarkable uh, kind of a teamwork thing that that you guys have. Uh, yeah, going it really on. is. They they are tr- they are troopers. They do a, or such an incredible them, them, job. Yeah. Such an amazing job. They help us get the gigs and you know help us get. Set up and right, yep, and uh, make sure we get there. And of course, that's yeah, yeah. And uh, so, when you start doing the fundraising, is it uh, you just kind of bring that up at the gigs, or do you put things out on the Facebook page? We're going to start doing that eventually. So when we really start to get into it, we're going to promote it and advertise it everywhere uh, on all the social medias and. Gotcha. Yeah, we'll just have to cross the bridge when we get there, and um, I mean, I think we're gonna I think we'll be able to raise enough money to yeah. d- get this done. And um, we are looking forward to it. Um, when you look back over the ten years that you guys have been doing this professionally, yeah, you think about what are some of the the biggest changes that you've noticed in your music and and how you play together. I just feel you know with me when I improvise, I'm starting to add more. Things that I learned, you know, from Wendy DeWitt, the lady I told you about. Yeah. Because yeah. when she came over to the house and showed me different things that I could do, you know, if I had not met her, I probably would have just played the same old way and did the same thing all the time and not grew. Yeah. And also thanks to Paula, Miss Paula, you know, because she knows our capabilities and she pushes us so we could be even better. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's more of a stage presence kind of thing. Yeah. And because, I mean, I used to be entirely robotic with like you know introducing introducing us and just talking getting the crowd going but uh, right. i'm getting more entertaining oh, that's so good. to speak interacting with interacting the with the audience more and uh you know just uh yeah, before we know it you're going to be out there doing stand-up comedy <laughs> yeah. and then, then me, me also stage presence you know smiling because when i play you know i look you know serious and then now it's like i just have to you know even other Musicians, you know, when they play, they smile. You know, they want to show that they're having a good oh, time. Man. That's great, man. Just uh, more stage presence. And, and, you know, I hear you saying that you're improving musically in terms of adding into your improvisation. And, Sam, you've added some more instruments into your 
oh yeah arsenal of, yep. of, and I'm of things trying to get the electric in because you know, it could I mean, you know, I mean whether you believe it or not acoustic and guitar and electric guitar they play a little differently we're trying to incorporate the electric more into especially like if we get into those um, summer festivals yeah and right. we actually I hope we can get more of those in you're using uh, guitar guitar trombone and uh, harmonica right. you just have all your stuff hanging around your neck and <laughs> and I got maybe like harp or two in, in my pocket, you know, like, you know, put one in one pocket and the other in the another pocket, and, you know, and like, you know, memorize where they all are and stuff. Right. And, yeah. Because um, I got like 43 or 50 harp harmonicas. No kidding. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, that was one of the um, rewards for um, International Blues Challenge in Memphis. Um, Intervision, we got second place in the solo duo category. Wow. But then I personally got the uh, best heart player in the content, in the competition. So That's outstanding. And um, one of the prizes for that was um, getting a set of Lee Oscar harmonicas, um, 43 total. And then I had like no kidding. Wow. Five, maybe 10 Honer harmonicas that I had that I had gotten from Sam Ash like years ago. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. And um, you know, that was a unforgettable moment too oh and oh yeah i'd like to go back there again primarily because of the food though meant to tell you memphis tennessee they got famous barbecue chicken they got this restaurant out there it's called gus's world gus's world famous fried chicken it's phenomenal oh yeah, yeah. it's right well, off of right off of beale street so it's uh, i think anytime you get south of kentucky you're going to eat good no yeah right? exactly. Eat good. exactly oh yeah or you come over to mrs h's house oh yeah <laughs> you eat good over there. yeah that, that food was good in memphis because when we went down to memphis to participate and, in that contest you know we didn't really know what to expect you know when we won the competition we were just thinking oh we're going to try this out and when they called us i was like what yeah wow well, we weren't expecting really? to make it past the quarterfinals which was the wednesday and thursday mm -hmm. both are the quarter yeah, so you make it Wednesday and you get to perform every band gets to perform two days in a row and then after those two days That's when they start cutting people okay. and sending them home. Mm. And so we made it to the uh, semifinals on Friday okay. And so we we were like, oh, okay Because we were like every bit ready to pack up and go home each right. night because we didn't know <laughs> What like, you know, just be prepared to you know for them to send you home and and then we, um, after each band completed their um, part of the competition each night, they, they'd announce the results. Like, you know, okay. Friday night we got, um, found out we were going to be in the uh, finals yeah. and get to play at the Orpheum Theater wow. on Saturday. I was like, all right. I... So what was that like between Friday night and Saturday? I mean, we were just on pins and needles? Well, or... we were like, well, well, at first we were like, okay, this is it. They're going to send us home because, I mean... The competition there, I mean, you have blues musicians and bands all over the world coming to Memphis and uh, and competing. Right. They had like 157 or 200 bands, and then they had like 119 solo duo groups. Oh, wow. And that's the category that Janine and I fell into. Yeah. And you got like all these, Dan, I tell you, walking up and down Beale Street during the night of the competition, you have all these outdoor speakers projecting the competition of each bar and really? restaurant, what's happening. So you hear all these blues music going on all over all over Beale Street, like at the same time. It's just Wow. It's incredible. So you <clears throat> you got to go to different venues down there. I mean we had our like for the competition we had our own assigned venue okay. that we would play at play at every night. Um, was, wasn't was, ours the 
Silky O'Sullivan's. Silky like, O'Sullivan's, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but you had like other bands were in different other different venues, and um, and then on Saturday, uh, which was the day of the finals, we actually we performed at the um, Orpheum Theater. Would you say that that is your crowning accomplishment in terms of international recognition? I mean, I think that I think that's I think that could be. Yeah. I think that might be. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's very cool. You know, as you're doing these big things, uh, you're, you're still keeping your, your small gigs that you've been doing. As oh, well. yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, the senior, it's amazing how, the, how God puts opportunities in your yeah. lives, especially big ones like that. you got to take them mm-hmm. yeah. when yeah, they're given to you at that moment. Yeah. Does it ever get stressful? Oh, yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it does. Especially, I mean, like, if, there's, if you have, like... Um, Memphis, it was fun, but it was also stressful because you're playing every night, and you're also watching other bands play too. You know, to show courtesy and right, sure. But no, we always we love the small gigs too. The senior citizens love us, mm-hmm. and a lot of those people, you know, you know, some people don't get that. You know, some of those people are they can't do anything, right? And especially like the dementia and Alzheimer's patients. Mm-hmm. And then once they hear a familiar song that they've heard growing up, it's like they snap out of their yeah. world. Their uh, so they kind of snap out of whatever they're in, and right. uh, they kind of come back to reality there for a brief moment. So it's very, it's, got, it's extremely touching. And to it's got to be that. gratifying to to have be that impactful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The music is one of those things. It's, it's a universal language. Talks to all of us, right, Sam? Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> oh, <exactly. laughs> it lifts it lifts people up. You know, it lifts pulled us that out up, from what you know, two thousand nine, they... right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so well, this is great stuff, guys. Anything else you want to talk about or add that I didn't ask you about? I mean, I, not really. I mean, we're. I mean, I think we covered everything as far as like you know what we're going to be doing. And there you go. That is InterVision. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us on the podcast in December for the Alumni Focus. If you want to learn more about InterVision, see their Facebook page. Sam and Janine and the InterVision group also have YouTube channels. On December 24th, Christmas Eve for most, many were out and about enjoying the wintry weather, enjoying the wonderful snowy day. Children were building snowmen, slipping and sliding in fluffy snow. Moms and dads were baking trees in the kitchen, while older siblings decorated the lovely trees. The anticipation was high for Christmas Day, but not everyone was hyped for Christmas. Behind every child's eye, there was a hint of fear. A fear that the evil Mr. Kelly would come in and take all of their gifts, or even worse, take them instead. Hey Julia, did you hear about Mr. Kelly's dog? I know, poor thing. I wonder why he ran away. I know Mr. Kelly is a little scary. Emily, Mom said you have to take me to go get Andre so he can spend the night. Doesn't Andre have his own family to spend time with on Christmas Eve? But Emily... Whatever, Johnny. Sorry, Julia. I gotta go. It's okay, Emily. I'll catch you later. Hey, Johnny. I'm ready to go. Sweet. I got so much planned for us to do. We can play games, listen to music, and look at girls. 
None of that, you two. I just texted Mama, and she said Julia could stay over with us for Christmas Eve. So no looking at girls. Now let's go home. It's cold outside. Let's go have some fun. And fun was had by all. Cookies were baked, trees were decorated, and family and friends became one in joy and happiness. Johnny and Andre could not wait for Christmas morning. They stayed up most of the night, waiting up, when all of a sudden... What was that? I don't know. Let's go check it out. Yeah. As Johnny and Andre crept down the stairs, they heard a peculiar noise. It was a curious sound. A clawing, a scratching, maybe even a dragging noise. Johnny and Andre rightly worried. Once they entered the kitchen, they froze in terror. Run! They darted up the stairs, tripping over each and every step, dashing into Emily's room. What are you two doing? What did I say about looking at girls? He's here. Who? He's disgustingly hairy. He has really long, dirty, yellow claws. His eyes glow with a fiery haze, and he's in our kitchen. Are you serious right now? At that moment, all the children stopped in their tracks. They heard a peculiar noise coming up the stairs, a dragging noise. Johnny and Andre hid behind the girls. What's that? I don't know. Let's go find out. Emily opened the door and screamed. Hanging from the ceiling right in front of her eyes was a balding old man. Hey, little girl. I'm here for your brothers and your gifts. Christmas is done. Christmas is over. <laughs> Emily slammed the door, locking it quick. She tried to open the window, but realized that it wouldn't budge. What do we do? The kids dashed from the room. Arg! Come back here, you little... Darting past Kelly. Christmas! Christmas is dead! And so... so... Ow! What the... Did you just shoot me with a marshmallow? Indeed, that's exactly what happened. The kids darted out of Johnny's room with marshmallow shooters and Nerf guns. Ready for battle. We are ready for you. You will not ruin this Christmas. How'd you know fun and happiness were my weaknesses? No! And the evil Mr. Kelly ran from the house and was never seen again. Have a happy holiday and remember, always keep your marshmallow shooters locked in. The Christmas story you heard had two different versions, so we had to have a, a panel of judges to decide which one would make the cut and be on the podcast. And joining us, joining the podcast team this morning is Mrs. Finley, Autumn, and Ajane. Hello. Hi. Hi. All right, so what are some of the things that we talked about in terms of reviewing a podcast, things that we looked at? So we looked at how easy it was to understand the dialogue. We looked at whether there were too many um, sound effects. 
and I think those were the main things that we were looking at. I like the second one. Hmm. And we Sorry. unanimously decided that we liked the second version. I especially liked Mr. Kelly's extended evil laugh. <laughs> 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 I like narration because it had like that echo going on. Oh uh, yeah, that was the reverb, cool. whatever. It sounded like he was a Greek god, almost. Oh no. Well, I'm not going to say what he said he sounded like. Earlier. What about you? <laughs> what about you, Autumn? Um, I also liked the second one because in the first one, there were too many sound effects, and like some of what was said was kind of blocked out by the sound effects, so I couldn't hear, couldn't really hear what was being said. You know, that's very ironic, too. <laughs> I will say this, it's, it's a lesson learned that what you put into something is what you get out of something. So the first version, after the voices were put down, was there was about 20 minutes spent on actual putting in sound effects and creating the atmosphere and things like that. The second one, uh, four periods equates to how many minutes? About an hour and a half. Yeah, an hour and a half. Or No, sorry, about three hours. Yeah. Yeah, three yeah. hours. So when you put the time into something and focus into something, then you're going to get a lot higher quality result in the end. That's so, a good life lesson, Mr. Yeah. Kelly. So, who do you think created version number one? Andre. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who, who agrees with Autumn on that? I do. I do. And you are all dead wrong. Oh, was it Mr. Kelly? Yep. Oh, so wow. version number yep. two was Andre. Mr. Yep. Kelly, yep. this was a This was a ploy to get Andre to step up his game and produce some of his best work. So right. what I did was I challenged Andre. I sat down yesterday morning at the beginning of my prep period, just kind of slapped some things together. And he came in and I said, throwing down the gauntlet. This is going to have an editing challenge. And I want to see if you can make a better soundscape, better atmosphere. Just overall, in the editing process, do a better job than I did. And he's like, all right, game on, game on. So he managed to, he managed to do it. So, hey, go Andre. You know, I had to get him back for that Terminator challenge that I <laughs> sad, sadly failed. You don't even have that anymore, do you? Did you even eat the whole thing? I didn't make it. Where'd he go? Did you throw it away? I threw it away. On a burger hiatus at the moment. <laughs> well, well, thank you guys for coming. Oh, in this thank morning. you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I would like to say thank you to Mr. Kelly because uh, I mean I wouldn't have been able to do it without him actually teaching me all the skills I needed to know to edit. So thank you, Mr. Kelly. You're welcome. That's great stuff for a teacher. You have trained your successor. <laughs> okay. All right. So how are you going to use that in your future career? Uh, we'll get into that next time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are careers, you know, yeah, that yeah. involve ask, that skills. You have to ask that question in the form of a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Andre, I challenge you to tell us what you're going to do with those skills that you learned from Mr. Kelly and your. I bet you can't do it. I bet you can't answer that question. Well, see, with oh. these skills, in a roughly around five years or so, I'm going to step into OSSB and walk over to whoever the current principal is and ask for a technology job. Yeah. <clears throat> and that is how I'm going to use these skills. Yeah. So, you don't, you're not considering, like, doing, like, work on, like, podcasts and stuff like that as a job? Radio. 
We might we might be on the radio. I mean, I thought you'd have your own podcast. That'd be pretty cool. So you could do your own business advertisement if you go into, you know, cooking Make and things like that. Make your own people. commercials. Come down to Andre's Kitchen. You will enjoy my exquisite cuisine. It's not exquisite. Then you use laser noises. Burgers. Burgers, yeah. burgers and fries. And fries. Marshmallow loaders. Five guys. Off-brand five guys. All right. Thank you, guys. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. Ho, ho, ho. Okay, before we move forward, I just want to point out that Andre wrote the script for the story you heard and did all the editing and put in all the sound effects, produced it and everything. So nicely done, Andre. On December 17th, we had a flag presentation ceremony at OSSB. The Kansas Braille Transcription Institute in Wichita, Kansas, produces Braille and tactile flags. The tactile flags were presented to the OSSB marching band by local Boy Scouts from Troop 474. The tactile flags have a tactile line drawing of the flag and the Pledge of Allegiance is in Braille. Thank you to the Kansas Braille Transcription Institute, Troop 474, and the OSSB marching band for your continued efforts to grow and strengthen our community. September, we met Miss Roshana at OSSB at, at the front desk. Now it is time to meet Mrs. Patty Miller on the December podcast. Miss Miller, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. And so me and Connie and Chantel are going to ask you a few questions. So I will start with the first one, and that is, what do you do here at the school? Anything I need to. I work in kind of two different capacities. I help and work out in the principal's office. Mm -hmm. I do attendance, I do filing, I do phone calls, whatever I need. And I also work in the clinic department, talking to districts and families and scheduling our clinics that happen on Wednesdays. Wow. Yeah. Three, three things. I, it's a lot. <laughs> Keeps me busy. I don't have time to, you know, worry about anything else, right? She wears a lot of hats. I do. <laughs> I wear a lot of hats. Were you always working in the office? No, I was not working in the office always. When I started, I worked in the classroom as a teacher aide. Oh, cool. Yeah. I liked it. I like working with the kids. What's classroom? I was moved around. Every year they almost every year they would move me around because they moved all of us around to different classrooms yeah I started with the like third grade kids and then I was with this youngest and then I big switch went upstairs to high school and was with um, kids that that would have been like your group then I went back down to elementary then I went to vocational and was a job coach oh cool and now I'm in the office Wow. I've been very lucky to be able to do lots of different things while I've been here. Did you like it? I do. I do like it. What year did you first start working at OSSB? Oh, I started before you guys were ever born. I started in 1988. <laughs> Whoa! Wow. Yes, August of 1988 was my first day here. What do you most enjoy about working at OSSB? I think OSSB has great students, and we have a good staff, and we're like one big family, and I think that's the best thing that, that I can say about us. 
Do you have any favorite memories you'd like to share? That's a hard question because I've been here a long time and I got lots of favorite memories. I, I just, I don't know how I would pick one of them. I Although I was reminded of one just a few minutes ago and that was the day that Mr. Kelly was hired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here 30 years, so I have lots of good memories and lots of good times, you know, doing um, senior trips with the kids. I yeah, I remember one senior trip in particular. Where did you go? Mm -hmm. yeah, we went, we went whitewater rafting. What? Mr. Kelly was on that trip too. Yeah. That was my ninth grade year when I first started. No, this was before that. This was back in 2001 or two. Oh, I was two years old back then. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a while, but we had a good time. We did. It rained the whole time. What? That? It so was wet. But we made canes and, and decorated walking canes and went hiking. Yep. We did the whitewater rafting and somebody threw me overboard. Uh, our, guide, our guide, our guide did. <laughs> Who did it? Our guide. Cowboy. Wasn't it? Was his name Cowboy? I don't remember, but <laughs> yep, he threw me out of the boat. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, yeah. See, there's those memories, lots of memories. Were you okay? I was fine. Oh, she, was, she was good. I was okay. fine. Nobody was there to let anything say. happen. Yeah. Some of the folks were swimming. I was not because I was cold. But I ended up going swimming anyway. <laughs> and we, uh, it was cold that day. Remember, I rented wetsuits for all of us. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> yes. right. Saved our bacon that day. Yeah. Because uh, it was it cold. Was it was even cold in those. Did you guys have a lot of food? We ate a lot. On yeah. Trip. Nobody, nobody goes hungry. That's right. <laughs> Everything tastes better when you're outside. They actually made us lunch. Yeah. We rafted down, they made us lunch, mm -hmm. and we kept going. We got to eat on the beach. That was part of our ride. Oh, mm -hmm. that was cool. There's just so many memories that you can that you can build up over time. There are. There are. I have a student who come, a young one that come running up to me, gave me a big hug, said, I love you, Miss Patty. Aww. That's one of my favorite moments. Like, there's lots of different ones. All the graduations. Oh. That make everybody cry. Oh. They're happy and sad at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Troy, is that you this year? Yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's me. That's all, all of you. Yeah, yeah. All, all of three us. of you. Yes. Thank you, Mrs. Miller. I know you got, you're very busy. you got a lot to do. And I appreciate you coming up and helping these guys. Well, yeah. thanks for asking me questions. Make me think about <laughs> Thanks for asking stuff. Yeah. yeah. Thank Just you in for time for the holiday season when it's always a good time to go back yes. and look at memories and Christmas traditions. Celebrate <laughs> yes, all those is. many fortunes that you have, right? Yes, yes it is. Yes. And see, this will be added to my memories now. <laughs> yeah, you the day I got to sit with all of you. You being on the podcast. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for thank asking you. me. You're welcome. All right. So today marks the last day of the cleanup of the cookie exchange, which we've been working on all week. With me, I have Miss Sobagna to talk about the cookie exchange. So what is this yearly tradition that we've been doing? Well, we have cookies that we make pretty much every year uh, in our classroom. All the ILS classes participate in making either a favorite cookie or a new recipe. They try different ones out. Um, they get to pick their recipe, pick their cookie, and go through the process of making it or making fudge, some sort of treat. And then we, everyone who made something, of course it's not required, but if you chose to make something, then uh, we go ahead and 
exchange by making a plate that you can take home for your family for the holidays and share, and they can see all the delicious cookies you made. Uh-huh. We also have a catering program, and they do their own cookies um, separately that they sell for money, but with our ILS, we like to just do it for fun. Uh-huh. So this is just sort of like a traditional cookie exchange. Everybody brings what they want, and they can switch it out. Like, everybody gets yeah. one of each cookie, pretty much. Yeah, you get a couple, you know, cookies of different varieties. So we probably had, goodness, maybe we can ask some of the people in this class right now um, what they made, like, for the cookie exchange. That'd be good. I know, Julia May, you made a couple different kinds. Would you like to say what you made? I made peanut butter cookies, and... Also, sugar cookies, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. And you, didn't you do Russian tea cakes, Those the snowballs? Oh, yeah, that's what those are called. Yeah, with nuts in them and yeah, did that. I did those as well. Okay, Sarah wants to say something. I made dish water. <laughs> there was a lot of dishes to be done. <laughs> Lots of dishes to be done. That's important. There's a lot important. of trash away. There's a lot of trash away. We've got parchment paper everywhere. Here comes Haley. Haley's going to talk about what she did. And I made uh, gingerbread cookies. Haley made some gingerbread cookies and found out everything maybe is not as easy as we hope or think. That's what we, I think we all kind of... Oh, no. No. <laughs> um, and you, I shed a lot of hair. I'm just You noticed. did. But you also made hot chocolate, Haley, right? Yes, I did. So on the day that we actually exchanged cookies, we also just kind of had a cookie, you know, tasting sort of party with hot chocolate and Ajne. cookies, of course. Ajne. I made Rocky Road brownies and lemon cookies, and I also helped make Samaya's Oreo balls, and then I also made um, a lot of sugar cookie dough. Uh huh. <laughs> Anybody else in here want to talk on and say what they made? Precious. Precious made cranberry white chocolate cookies, mm. and they were good. They were very good. That was one of my favorite cookies made. Yeah. Emily, what did you make? I made Grinch-themed Cool Whip cookies. Yeah, you and Evan made those. He yeah. made some, too, and those what? were very good and colorful on the platter. Basket. So right now we're still frosting cookies here. Haley's asking what's over here, and we still have catering to do, but we are done with our class cookie exchange party. Can I eat this? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think you found a cookie. You should eat it. It's been a whole week of cookies here in the ILS room. Cookies everywhere. Happy holidays. Definitely. And New Year. Yeah. I'm sure you guys would rather be in class than sitting down here eating breakfast. Oh, yeah, you know it. You know it. Definitely. Yeah. I would so much rather be in class. Oh, yes. Yeah. Math sounds beautiful. Andre, what'd you, you had like six pancakes? So we're here with Miss Barton. Me and Julie are going to ask her a quick few questions about the event we had today. How are you doing, Miss Barton? I'm doing wonderful. Glad to be here. Well, we're glad to have you here. So you set up something special for us today on well, the last day before winter break. It wasn't just me. It was a collaboration. What did you set up? Oh, so me and the, uh, the other high school staff members wanted to do something special for the students before we sent you off. Uh, and we're going to be able to see you for two weeks. So we thought we would throw a, uh, a breakfast pancake social. So we uh, enlisted the help of our, the staff and the para pros in the kitchen 
And we had bacon and eggs and pancakes and hot chocolate and whipped cream and just really did it up and had a wonderful breakfast this morning. Well, I would like to say thank you to you and all the staff and everyone who helped set that up because it was good. Well, I'm glad you all enjoyed it. Thank you, Ms. Barton. You're welcome. <laughs> Decoratively, you know, lots of different patterns and things on them. Uh, lines and dots. And she likes to use a symbol that's like a circle with a dot in the center of it, which is interesting. Um, and this is like actually two plates put together. So you have a large plate and a little one that's a little bit smaller on top of it. So today we took a trip down to an art museum to go see an artist. Which artist did we see? We went to see the work of Queen Brooks. And what is that like? Uh, she, uh, well, she's a local artist, and she creates works that are like assemblages of a lot of different materials. She uses like found pieces and wood and fabrics, um, and she puts them all together and paints them and creates these really great um, wood assemblages. Uh-huh. So did you have any opinions on any that were your favorite, your least favorite? Um, I had a lot of favorites. I think the pieces that were like the most colorful, I liked a lot. Um, and also, she had some pieces that were just really big and had a lot of parts to them that I also liked. Definitely. So the art classes, we all did <coughs> a, a piece of our own to mimic her style. <laughs> yes, and we actually have a piece here with us right now that Chantel made. Um, and she added a lot of, she used a fan, mm -hmm. and she added a lot of wooden pieces. She painted it orange and gold, and she added some ribbon that's hanging down from beneath it. Right. And every, uh, every one of your art class did. I mean, I would know I was there. Yeah, yeah. So everyone created their own unique piece in the style of Queen Brooks. Uh-huh. So is she an inspiration to you? Um, she is, and she's actually worked with our school in the past. In 1999, she came in and did a project with our students, um, and the artwork is hanging up across on the wall across from the auditorium. That's right. So you can check that out if you're ever here. It's in the old building across from the auditorium. And it's pretty cool because she had a lot of different things on there. She had, uh, what was it, a bunch of wood? That was... She's wood, leather, um, she had like hands cut out of fabric and like puffy paints, all kinds of different materials. And there's also a little like wind chime bell you can like... Yeah, like, those are fun. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question about the trip. Yeah. Um, what was the artwork like? Was it different? Was it the same? Um, different than what? Was Was... The paintings different than the ones that we created in class. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, she used basically the same process that we used, so okay. they were similar in that way. But she used a lot of different materials too, like bigger pieces of wood and things like that. And it was a lot more expensive. Yes, yeah, <laughs> a lot more expensive. Some of her pieces were like more than a thousand dollars. I think wasn't oh. the highest one we saw twelve hundred fifty. Yep, twelve fifty was the highest priced one. I thought so. But overall, it was a good trip. I think everyone enjoyed it. We were surprised that we actually got to touch the artworks. Um, That's right, the, we did. Yeah, the director told us that we could take a few down and actually touch the pieces. So that was a really great, unique, um, one-of-a-kind experience. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Kayla, Chantel, do you guys have anything that you would like to say about it? Um, I like the, uh, the one with the house because it had different colors and it had bright colors. What colors were they? Um, 
Purple. Yeah, orange and purple mm. and black. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow and dark, light green, dark green. Yeah, I do remember that piece. That was very That's cool. That's my favorite one. I think I have a picture of that, actually. What about you, Kayla? Do you have anything? Ow. Do you have anything you'd like to say? I just really liked everything. I enjoyed looking at all of her artwork, and that's an inspiration for my artwork and what I can do and improve to be my own person like she was because <laughs> she her artwork is very much like her she expressed her feelings and everything and I just really liked that uh-huh well thank you guys for all that thank it was you. nice hearing from you guys about your feelings and I completely agree with all of that it was definitely a very interesting experience On December the 20th, a select group of students from OSSB went to Wesley Glen to, to share a little bit of holiday joy with the residents of Wesley Glen. Happy holidays from us to you. This is Andre. This is Mr. Kelly. And we hope you guys really enjoyed this month's podcast. It was a great one, Andre. I think my favorite part, again, was the holiday Christmas story. The Let, evil Kelly. Let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> and I love shooting you with marshmallow shooters, man. Well, until next year, I think I'll recover from those grievous wounds with marshmallows. <laughs> if you have any feedback, you can reach us. Uh, D. Kelly at OSSB.OH.GOV and Kelly is with an EY. And we hope you guys have great holidays, whatever you celebrate. And this podcast could, could not, not be, be, would not be, what it is without, without you. you. <laughs>